Hi everyone, you're listening to Mary Read Scripture, a production of the Ephesus School Network. I'm Mary, and today I'll be reading and you'll be hearing from the Book of Romans. Let's begin, as we always will, by hearing Scripture. Today's reading is from Romans chapter 1, verses 10 through 12. Making request, if by some means, now at last, I may find a way in the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. If you remember from last week, we left off in our exploration of the text after verse 9. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Paul's thought has been artificially broken up by the addition of verses into the text. We get the rest of his thought in verse 10. This is a great time to note that the original biblical texts did not have chapter and verse divisions like our Bibles do today. Chapters were introduced into the text in the 13th century, and verses were added to the text in the mid-16th century. So let's continue following Paul's train of thought here. Paul has just expressed that God is his witness that he prays continually for those in Rome, and he adds at the beginning of verse 10, making request if by some means, now at last, I may find a way in the will of God to come to you. Here we can say that Paul is including in his prayers the request to journey to them, if God is willing. The Greek word in the original text is a word that seems to actually communicate more of a desperation or sense of urgency than the word request does, which is the word translators have chosen here. That Greek word is theome, and is used to express a want for oneself, a need, something one begs, beseeches, or prays for. We get a sense for how Paul might be using this Greek word by looking at how this word is used elsewhere in the New Testament. Let's look at some examples. In Luke chapter 5, verse 12, a leper begs Jesus to heal him, if he is willing. Let's hear that verse. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell face down and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. In Luke chapter 8, verse 28, a demon-possessed man begs Jesus not to torment him. Here's that verse. When the man saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him, shouting in a loud voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you not to torture me. These are just two examples of how Scripture is using this same Greek word that Paul is using. This is simply to demonstrate that the English translation often hides a deeper understanding of what their original authors may be expressing. So here we might say that Paul is imploring or begging in his prayers that God willing he might find a way to journey to those in Rome. We get a sense for why he prays longingly for this in verses 11 and 12. For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. Let's look at the Greek word for impart. That word is metadidomi and literally means to give a share of and can be used to suggest that an offering has been handed over to a change of owner. 
It seems as if Paul wants to give what he has for spiritual gifts to those he hopes to come and see, that they may be established. Here the Greek word for established is styrizo, which means to make fast or establish, and it is used in the sense of buttressing or strengthening something. Paul isn't talking about the physical establishment of the church in Rome here, but the establishment of its people in the spiritual gifts that can strengthen them. Paul goes on to clarify that he wants to be encouraged alongside them by their mutual faith. Let's talk a little bit about this word faith. The Greek word is pistis and means faith or faithfulness and is used to denote belief, trust, confidence, or fidelity. This all might seem obvious to us. I think most of us assume we know what faith is by the way we use it as an expression of ourselves and our own efforts in our daily lives. But in scripture, the word faith, pistis, comes from the root word pitho, which means to persuade. And if you are the one being persuaded, it means to have confidence or trust in what you are being persuaded towards. It's very important to note here that in scripture, it is always God who does the persuading. The faithful are the ones who have been persuaded. We might say that faith is God's divine act of persuasion. Scripturally, faith is a gift from God and not something we can work towards on our own or persuade ourselves of. We can only be convinced or not convinced by the evidence provided to us. So let's review. Paul is including in his prayers, God willing, that he might find a way to journey to those in Rome. The English translation may be hiding a greater sense of urgency or desperation in Paul's prayer request. Paul wants to travel to those in Rome so that he can give them what he has for spiritual gifts so that they might be strengthened or fortified. Paul wants to be encouraged alongside them by their mutual faith. This mutual faith is one in which they both have been persuaded or convinced of. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week for a new episode of Mary Read Scripture. Bye!